Alrighty, what is up, everybody? It's your boy Big Red here, back again with another episode of the Steel the North podcast. Um, on this episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about the Super Bowl that just wrapped a few hours ago, as well as uh, you know the players that or players slash coaches who um, were former Steelers who got a ring, um, as well as we're going to talk about. Um, we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna bring up the two Hall of Famers that the Steelers just got, Donnie Shell and or not Donnie Shell, fuck, Bill Nunn, sorry, Bill Nunn. He Donnie Shell was last year, my bad. Bill Nunn and uh, Alan Fanica, as well as I'm gonna talk about, you know, my thoughts on, you know, defensive player of the year, and then I'm gonna defend Ben a little bit here because, you know, that's what I do, and I'm gonna defend my quarterback. And I'm probably going to get flack for it. As well as we're going to do a little bit of a mock draft today. And I'm kind of going to break it down as I go. Um, we're going to be doing it live while I'm recording this. So if there's some dead time, I'm probably going to, you know, talk about some of the other picks that we're seeing in this draft uh, that were in the mock draft. The uh, mock draft simulator that I use is uh, PFF, Pro Football Focus. Um, and also, I just want to give a huge shout out to uh, Gridiron Grading uh, on Instagram. I have been posting a lot of their content on my Instagram uh, at steel steel the north underscore underscore if you're not follow underscore underscore if you're not following that already give that a follow as well as give gridiron grading um, a follow on Instagram there's there's is gridiron dot grading on Instagram and their their Instagram page is amazing their grades are awesome I love reading uh, their grades on every single player um, I've been posting I posted a couple already. Um, Posted uh, one just recently of, um, what was the last one I posted? Uh, Liam Edelberg uh, from Notre Dame, the tackle, as well as I posted um, Jalen Mayfield. I'm going to be posting a few more um, players from their page as more uh, draft grades that they do come out and players that I feel like the Steelers will be picking. So big shout out to them as well. Um, but yeah, let's jump straight into it so Super Bowl just wrapped Brady got a seventh ring what does that mean he's got more rings than the Steelers now so he's got more rings than the entire organization is that does that make me sad hell yeah that makes me sad I mean shit do I think Pittsburgh should have won the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, I mean, as a Steelers fan, I'm going to say that. But in reality, no. But, I mean, I'm happy for Brady. Um, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I've had the pleasure of being able to watch him pretty much my entire life. So, I mean, I'm definitely, definitely happy that he got his ring. Um, and I'm, you know, just happy that he got, uh, you know, I'm happy for him as well as I had money on this game. So, I'm kind of glad that he got the dub because I was not trying to lose some money. So, there's that, um, but I'm very, um, again, I'm very happy for him and the squad, and, you know, they got the dub, so, um, and then also a big shout-out, you know, to the former Steeler players, um, you know, you got Byron, or Byron Leftwich is the offensive coordinator, you got Larry Foote, um, who used to play for us at linebacker for uh, us, and now is coach there, Antoine Randall-L, who threw the famous touchdown pass to Heinz Ward in Super Bowl Forty as well as uh, you got Antonio Brown, who, I mean, hey, man, you know, he deserved it. I'm going to get a lot of flack 
I'm a big Brown supporter. I mean, he's given me, I mean, like, yes, he screwed us. Yes, I was mad when it happened, but I've matured a bit and also kind of learned to forgive him. I mean, I, I definitely think that he deserved it. You know, he, he's provided me with a lot of memories growing up, you know, playing for us. You know, he's had the immaculate extension. He had that power turning us the Colts, you know. I go on and on for days about how many games that I can recount where Antonio Brown made a fucking clutch play. I still use the call God thing that he did. You know, I, I, I just, I mean, like it, it was just an amazing game for him and I'm happy that he got a touchdown. Cause I mean, he just deserved it. So, um, yeah, another Steeler player was a uh, Ross Cockrell who fuck, Steeler fans definitely want to forget. And Steve, Mc, Steven, Steve McClendon who got it. So, um, that was that as well. So that was good time, good shit for them. I mean, I'm happy for the Bucks to get their ring. Um, they definitely deserved it. They definitely uh, played a hard fought game. Kansas City really didn't show up, and I mean, it, it sucks for Patrick Mahomes. He probably will be back here next year and definitely probably win it next year. But we'll see. I mean, Pittsburgh might give him a run for the money. No, no. No, like, no guarantees, though, so I'm not going to predict anything on this podcast. I may do an episode in the future where I, you know, do my way too, way, way too early before draft and uh, off-season uh, move prediction. I probably will do that. If you want me to do that, let me know. I'd definitely be down to do that. Um, but, yeah, let's get right into it. So, um, Saturday uh, was a big day for Steelers fans. You had two highs. You had two kind of... You had two highs, maybe a low, and then a really, really big low. So we'll get into the highs first. So Alan Fanica, finally a Hall of Famer. And I I couldn't be happier for the guy. I mean, an amazing blocker for Jerome Bettis back in those days and just an amazing offensive lineman for the Steelers over the years. And he definitely, 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 definitely deserved it. Um, do I remember a lot of the games he played? No. But am I happy that he got in? Of course, because... I just remember, like, all the time, every year, I'd see, like, all Hall of Fame, you know, guys for the Steelers. Oh, Alan Fanica, oh, he'd never get in. And I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, this guy deserves it. And so, I mean, I'm happy for him and his family that he got in. Um, another guy is Bill Nunn. And I fucked it up in the intro. I called him Donnie Shell. It's Bill Nunn, who was a big, big, uh, like a big, uh, he's a catalyst for pretty much, you know, being able to get the HBCU players into the NFL. And he was an amazing scout for us for a number of years. Um, he's got six Super Bowls with us. He pretty much helped build the 70s Steeler dynasty. Dynasty, Sorry. And uh, it's a great honor that those two guys get in. I know uh, Bill Nunn passed away in 2014. So, I mean, that's definitely something, you know, uh, all respects to him. And I know his family is probably really, really excited. And they'll definitely accept it in his honor, um, for sure. Um, and I, that's awesome for them. So I'm really, really happy for that. Um, I guess we'll get into the the one debate. I'll start defending Ben first. So there. So I guess Alex. So Alex Smith won't come back player of the year, which to me, no surprise. I mean, if you were surprised by that, I don't. I don't know how. I mean, the guy almost died. Pretty much almost lost his leg. I mean, his leg pretty much got broken the same way Joe Theismann's did. Same date. Same. It's a crazy story. You can look it up. You can go on what WTF uh, stats. But, I mean, yeah, so wasn't surprised, but he wasn't unanimous. 
and he was he had 49 out of 50 votes and the one player who got the one vote that didn't make him unanimous was our quarterback my boy big ben um and uh you know i I, i've been seeing all the tweets oh you know it's all from pittsburgh it's all from this it's all from that you know he's Steelers fans you know how could pittsburgh do that you know what the fuck like like and and I think I think where I want to go with this part here is is um love Ben hate Ben no matter what if you're a Steelers fan you have to respect the hell out of the guy he he gave us 17 years of memories man he gave us 17 years of amazing football. Two Super Bowls. Yes, he played like shit in the first one, but two Super Bowls nonetheless. And I mean, do I think he would have won Comeback Player of the Year if Alex Smith hadn't been in that conversation? Hell yeah. Because of the way he played this season. I can pull it up right now and tell you the stats. And I can tell you right now if it was based on stats and just the fact that he came back after such a shitty injury, man. Like he. He had he was he had threw for three thousand eight hundred and three yards, thirty three touchdowns, ten. In, he had only had ten interceptions. He was sixty five percent completion. He had sixty five percent completion percentage. Um, he pretty much had no run game. He had terrible. He had dropped passes every which way from shitty receivers. He was forced to throw the ball at least fifty fucking times a game. He, his O line was not good at all this season. And I mean, he had no fans, and the play calling was shit. So I mean, Ben Ben should have gotten the award. He was my prediction in the off season, of course. But I mean, yeah, I, and I'm happy for Alex Smith, and he deserves it more than Ben, obviously. But I mean, the people that are shitting on Ben for getting a vote, you know, I think that person whoever voted for him, and it wasn't a Pittsburgh sports media person, because I'll get into that in a minute. I had a clever uh, retort to somebody today about that, and I'll get into that in a bit. Is when I talk about TJ Watt, but I mean, like that person probably thought, you know, Hey, this guy pretty much ran his arm. Like his arm almost fell off pretty much last year in week two. He comes back, basically coming back from an injury. Not many people can come back from and play at a pretty elite level. Lead his team to an 11 0 record. Yes. They fell off the last four games of the season and he didn't play the last game. And you know, he didn't, you know, he, we, he sucked. I mean, he didn't play great against. I mean, he played him. He played well enough. He threw four picks, but played well enough against Cleveland to almost win that game. But it, it it just goes to show you that I think a lot of people, or whether it's on Steelers Twitter or NFL Twitter, just want to shit on Ben. And I think again, like I get it. Like he's easy to you know pick on. He's easy to kind of you know go after. But I think I think Ben deserves a lot more credit and a lot more respect than he gets. And it frustrates the hell out of me because I, I, I've watched this guy since I was a kid. I've grown up with this guy. He's been my favorite player since I was young. I have his jersey in my room. Like, when he retires, I'm going to post that picture. Like, it, it, whether he comes back or not, he will always be my favorite Steeler of all time. He'll always be my favorite player. And I think the people that shit on him and tear him down and break him down and whatever, those are people that are – not I don't I don't want to call people non-true Steelers fans because I don't like calling people non-fans like because I don't know I don't know people's stories, and I get it I'm a I'm a realist just like everybody who probably listens to this, and 
I hate seeing this team suck. And I hate watching this team suck. But I mean, the fact that Ben gave you 17 amazing years as your starting quarterback and you're just going to shit on him and tear him down and be like, yo, he, whoever voted for this guy is a fucking idiot. Like, why the fuck would you vote for Ben? Like, Alex Smith should have been unanimous. What the fuck's wrong with these guys? Like, Ben's going to the Hall of Fame no matter what. I don't care what anybody says. And if he doesn't, like, if he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, then I will be pissed. If he, if he doesn't, yeah, like, Ben's a Hall of Famer no matter what. And I think he's done the things that have proven he deserves it. And if he comes back next year and he has an average year next year, I'm going to be a little disappointed. And, and I'm going to think maybe, damn, he shouldn't have come back. But, hey, maybe he comes back next year and has an MVP caliber season. Do I think he will? Probably not because he's going to be 39 years old and, you know, We'll see what happens. Probably young O-line, new running back, you know, different scheme. But it'll be interesting to see. But I think the biggest thing I just want to say and the biggest takeaway I want from this is just put it in perspective. I get it. Ben is so easy to poke fun of and so easy just to, you know, meme and clown and whatever. But he gave you 17 great years. He gave you 17 amazing seasons. He gave his everything. He gave his all in that last game against Cleveland. He threw the ball 60 fucking times for 300 yards and four touchdowns and four picks. I think that was four. I think he had four touchdowns. He had, he had a bunch of touchdowns. And I get it's garbage time, whatever, those yards, whatever. But, I mean, he fucking gave it his fucking all, bro. And I think the fact that people want to tear him down and want to shit on him and you know, call him this, call him that, whatever. I mean, it shows you. It shows you true colors. It Shows what kind of fan you're because this guy played his ass off, you know. This season in general, you know, was a great year from a memory perspective, but also it was a shit year and it was a learning year. And it was a, you know, you know, hey, maybe Ben doesn't have it anymore. Maybe, you know, we learned, okay, we need new O-line. We need new running backs. Connor's not the guy anymore, you know, this, that, and the other. And it, and it, it taught us stuff. So I think... The fact of the matter is, you know, Ben played his ass off. Ben played his heart out. And he'll always, you know, get clowned for stupid shit like that. Like, oh, he didn't deserve this. But, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. And it and it sucks for Ben because he, he deserved, you know, a better year this year. And I think definitely if they had gone far in the playoffs, he would have probably retired this year. But he didn't. And, and I feel terrible for him because... He deserved a better, you know, going out. And I love him. So, I mean, I'm happy for Ben. And, I mean, I, I think Ben deserved at least one vote. And that person who voted for him, I hope they come out and say the reason why. And I think they're reasonable. So, I mean, yeah, I think that was a great reason. I think that was that. Um, I'm going to keep defending Ben no matter what. We'll see what happens with his contract. But I'm really going to get into the big topic here, and uh, that is the elephant in the room, the uh, topics, the discussions that I've had with multiple people over the last 24 to 48 hours about defensive part of the year. I did a prediction um, with a couple buddies. We had a couple bets, and I did my predictions. My awards, I had two I had two Steelers winning awards. I'd obviously been comeback player of the year which I talked about. And then I had TJ Watt win defensive player of the year. I said, and I quote, 
TJ Watt's going to have an amazing year this year. He's probably going to lead the league in a lot of categories, especially sacks. And he'll probably, you know, probably win defensive player of the year this year because he's pissed off he didn't win last year. Well, they got the award out. Got the award handed out out of the way early. Um, uh, Eli Manning presented it. Um, I sat there just like every probably other Steeler fan, every Ram fan in the world. Sat there on the edge of my seat. You know, I know Xavier Howard was uh, another nominee, and he definitely deserved to be a nominee. You know, a great year for him, but. The two was really it was gonna come down to TJ Watt and Aaron Donald, um, and I think, um, I think just in the fact that, and I just want to say this real quick, Aaron Donald, I love Aaron Donald, great football player, played for Pitt, awesome guy, like he's one of my favorite players in the league. I, when I play football, I tried to model my game after him. Obviously, you know, an absolute stud of a player. He had a great season, you know, he had 41 tackles, 13 and a half sacks. It was pretty much double team, triple team, whatever you want to call it all year. It still had an outright pretty solid year. But, I mean, like, I don't I, like, I, I don't know. I think when they announced Aaron Donald won defensive player of the year, I was pissed. I was mad. I was like, you got to be kidding me. They robbed the man again. Now I'm going to get flack for it because a lot of Steelers fans are saying, you know, don't care about the individual shit. You should care about the Super Bowl. Yes, I care. I, I want Pittsburgh to win the Super Bowl every year. I predict them to win the Super Bowl every year. I do separate predictions all the time. Oh, Pittsburgh's going to win the Super Bowl this year. They're going to win the Super Bowl next year. You know, they're going to do this. They're going to do that, you know. And, I, you know, I, I predict that. And, I mean, as a Steelers fan, like, I mean, like, I just thought this year, man, was TJ Watt's year, man. He was a game fucking wrecker, man. He was a game fucking wrecker. Like, he literally wrecked games. The man had 53 fucking tackles, 15 sacks, 23 tackles for loss, 55 pressures, 41 quarterback hits, two forced fumbles, seven passes, pass defenses, and one interception. The guy's not just a pass rusher, man. And like, and not on this. De- like, he's not a pa- just a pass rusher on this defense. Like, he was put into coverage a number of times this season on Keith Butler's defense, and like, he played all around defense. He played the linebacker position. Yes, he's the three four defense, and they're gonna blitz, blitz, blitz around the fucking thing. Yeah, but he had, you know, he carried a big load this year on defense. And I get it. You know, we had one of the best defenses in the league, but I mean, Devin Bush being injured earlier this year. You know, losing Bud in the football th- Washington game, you know, it, it, it definitely, you know, it, it put a lot of pressure on TJ. And I think Watt balled out and Watt had an amazing season and he 1,000% deserved to win this award. You know, he 1,000% man, fucking deserved to win defensive player of the year this year. I don't care what nobody fucking says. You can tell me. Otherwise, that he didn't deserve this. And I will tell you a million reasons why he did. Like, I will pull up his highlights. I will fucking talk about his highlights. Like, I watched his highlights again today, and I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, man. Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. This guy fucking, fucking blew teams up, man. Which was just blowing all linemen away. Like, he was just killing it. 
He was flying around, having an amazing fucking year, and he didn't get the recognition he deserved. Obviously, JJ was upset, and I mean, he was upset. He even, you know, posted on his Instagram slash fucking Twitter. He said, you know, I took that the, the quote from the Last Dance documentary with Michael Jordan. You know, I took that personally. He took it personal. If this man doesn't have 20 fucking plus sacks next year, I'd be shocked. This guy's going to fucking go off next year. He's going to be pissed off. He's going to be angry. He's going to be like, bro, like I played my ass off all year and I didn't deserve it. And I mean, he's the guy that I, like, I love every player on the Steelers, but he's the one guy like other than Ben. And I mean, just recently, like the new age guy who exemplifies Steeler football. Like, this guy's a hard nose. I'm going to work my ass off every fucking day, bust my ass, not start shit in the media, not tweet too much, not do too much. Just go out and work and sack quarterbacks. And just go out and do that, you know? And that's what he does. And that, like, not, that's just what I respect out of him. It's like, that's why I think, and again, it's not about who the person is, but I mean, it, it the awards based, if the awards based on stats, then it's based on stats. And TJ Watt should have won it. If it's based on name and, you know, every, you know, if the players voted on it, okay. Then, yeah, the players nine times out of ten will probably vote for, nine, nine out of ten will vote for fucking Aaron Donald. But, and I and I get it. Aaron Donald plays the defensive tackle slash defensive end role, and he isn't an edge rusher. So TJ, he's getting doubled all the time. But, again, I, I can't see a valid argument where you can give TJ, you can't give TJ Watt this award this year. I could see last year, you know, Stephon Gilmore had an amazing year. Same with Aaron Donald. But this year, I think this year was, it was TJ's year. It was TJ's year no matter, no fucking question. And I think the fact that he got, you know, absolutely robbed was a travesty. And I will continue to go to that, you know, to my grave. And um, I'm going to move on from that because I think, you know, I could go on and on all podcasts about how I'm pissed off about TJ Watt and I am. I'm going to finish this fucking, you know, segment off with, you know, TJ Watt played his ass off all year. He busted his ass. He fucking came to work every fucking day and played his nutsack off. And, you know, next year he's going to have an amazing year. And he's going to put the whole league on notice. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, if he doesn't win it next year, then I think this thing is rigged and I think this thing is staged. I think this thing is fake. I think the NFL honors is an entire joke. But next year, he's winning it. Next year, he's putting up numbers. Next year, he's going to be like, like I'm scared for our, like, I saw a thing today. Someone posted, I forget who it was on Instagram, said, I'm scared for our O-line in training camp because TJ Watt's going to be going hard every day. Like, TJ is going to be going hard every fucking snap in practice. Every game, he's going to be fucking playing, like, lights out. Like, I would expect from TJ Watt two to three sacks a game. Like, the guy is going to be fucking going off next year. Like, he's not going to fucking be happy. He's going to work all offseason with JJ and Derek to get better and, you know, to fucking be that defensive player of the year because he knows he's that guy. He knows it, man. He knows I'm defensive player of the year. He wrote that shit in his fucking notebook, bro. Like, this guy's going to fucking be there next year. He's going to be in that state. When COVID's, you know, settled down, they hold this award show next year, wherever the fuck they hold it, TJ Watt's going to go up on that stage. And I hope. He won't do it because, you know, can't swear on TV. But he's going to, you know, do that thing where he goes, 
fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I'm defensive player of the year now. This is my shit. I'm the best player in the league. Fucking take notice. I'm guaranteeing that, man. I'm not going to guarantee a lot on this podcast. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm not a betting man. I hate losing money. Maybe I'm just still on this high of I won some money tonight from betting on the Super Bowl. But TJ Watt will win defensive player of the year next year. Fucking put that on record. When I'm, you know, if I'm on freezing cold takes next year, fucking put me on freezing cold takes. But if I'm on hot takes, I'm going to fucking bring this podcast episode up. I'm going to save this episode on my computer, on my fucking phone, everywhere I go. And I'm going to hold this. And when TJ Watt fucking wins defensive player of the year in the year 2020 fucking one, you're going to all fucking, you know, either you're going to celebrate me or you're going to fucking hate me. But TJ Watt's going to win defensive player of the year next year. And I think it's going to be fucking huge. So there's that. Um, but yeah, so that, that that's where, you know, the NFL honor segment is. We're going to end it on there. TJ Watt, yeah, absolute fucking stud. Deserves defense part of the year. Um, and then Ben, again, I'll just mention it fast. Um, love Ben. Um, ben doesn't deserve the hate. I love Ben. Hope he comes back next year. I'll get into this in a more, in a different podcast. Um, when more contract talks come out and stuff. Um, and, you know, when they figure out what his contract's going to be like. Um, yeah, I know he wants to play one more year. Hopefully he comes back one last ride. Um, and I'll, we'll do another podcast about it, but. I just want to leave the Ben point. I want to leave the segment on the Ben point. Um, mad respect to him. You know, played a hell of a year this year. Um, and I hope he's back next year, but we'll see what happens. And, yeah, so we're going to get into the next segment of the episode. Um, coming up after uh, this little intro here, we're going to, you know, do our live mock draft, and I'm going to break down the picks. Um, and the pick, so I'm going to be doing the Steelers mock draft. So I'm going to be picking from only for only the Steelers. Um, I'm going to be talking about the picks that I select and the players that I select and the players that I believe, um, you know, are who they are. So I'm excited right now. We're going to get into that real fast. So stay tuned, stay ready because we're going to be talking about the Steelers mock draft. So let's get into it. <laughs> Alrighty, so we are back at it now. So we're getting into the next segment of the show. Um, we're going to be doing the mock draft segment. Um, so we're going to be talking about the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers draft. So we're going to be doing the Steelers draft. Um, and um, I just want to give a huge sorry. Uh, I just want to give a huge shout out to Gridiron Grading uh, on Instagram. Give them a follow. Give them a fucking like on their post. They post draft grades. Um, I'm a huge fan of, you know, their grades. I like reading, you know, their analysis of the players. Um, they posted their Super Bowl prediction as well as they posted a head-to-head. Sorry. They posted a head-to-head of uh, what they think about uh, Jerry Judy and Devontae Smith, the two Alabama receivers, one from last year's class, and the grade from last year, and then uh, Devontae Smith's grade. So they did that as well. They also posted a bunch of other things. They did a jersey giveaway. So, yeah, they, they've done a lot of cool shit. Um, I love their page. I love what they're doing, and I'm a huge fan of them. So, yeah, we're going to be using that as well as part of our kind of analysis and kind of players, you know, we're going to see who falls to us at 24. So I'm using the PFF Pro Football Focus uh, mock draft simulator here. Um, only picking for Pittsburgh, not picking for anybody else. So we're going to see who uh, they 
say we're going to select, so let's get into it. So Trevor Lawrence went first, Fields went second, Chase went third, Pitts went fourth, Sewell went sixth, um, Parsons went to the Panthers, uh, Slater. So, yeah, so Dersaw is a guy that I really wanted here. He went to uh, the Vikings at 14. Uh, so Trey Lance is gone. So we're getting to our pick here. Um, and so PFF, according to them, two of our biggest needs are guard, quarterback, and safety. Sorry, that's a third. So I've mentioned this off the top. I'm big. If we can get as many, you know, I think we can get old. If we can get O-line early, let's go O-line. But, I mean, right now we're in a position here where we can go running back. And we can we can pick running back here. But I'm going to stick to what I believe, and I'm going to stick to what I've, you know, thought to myself is the best option here. I'm going to, you know, take a tackle early. I'm going to take Elijah Vera Tucker from the University of Southern California. And the reason I'm taking him is, you know, right now he's the highest rated offensive tackle um, available. Um, and, you know, tackles are biggest is one of our biggest needs. Um, we don't know who's going to be playing that position. He could possibly – I mentioned this earlier. Uh, I think I think I mentioned it on this podcast or I mentioned it on a different show um, that I think that if we can move Banner to left and then put whoever we draft at right, I think that would be really, really awesome and really, really cool. Um, and we could, you know, definitely use him in a number of different ways. Um, so, yeah, so we're up again. Um, we have the ability here. Um, and so we have a crossroads here. So there are a couple players that I'm looking at here. So interior offensive line, I definitely do want to touch on that. There are a couple centers that I do like later in the draft as well as guards. I mean, I'm definitely thinking here. I'm definitely thinking running back. I think just because I, th- I don't think he would follow this far, and I think a lot of Steelers fans would want him. And I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Najee Harris. So, so far we've taken about uh, – Elijah Vera Tucker and uh, Najee Harris. So we're waiting for the 87th pick here. Um, and I'm going to be probably taking an interior offensive lineman. If Creed Humphrey's there, which I doubt he will be there for our pick, um, I'm going to take Creed Humphrey, the center. If not, I'm probably going to take Ben Cleveland if he's there. But, I mean, we don't know yet. We're going to see who's uh, available at our pick. Um, I'm high, really, really high on Creed Humphrey. He is available, uh, the center from Oklahoma. Um, I have the grading here, so from PFF or from Gridiron grading here, uh, he's a, they graded him a B plus in pass blocking, a B plus in run blocking, a B plus in use of hands, uh, competitive toughness A minus, get off B, play strength B, uh, keep blocking, keeping blocks, uh, B plus mental processing. Uh, a, a minus, and he gave them. He gave, they gave them a 84, 88.4. So, I mean, that's definitely something that's positive here. Um, you know, stats speak for himself. Um, they say he looked a bit slow. He had stiff-looking hips coming out, coming out of his stance. Slow feet and his blocks. He still performed decent. Um, he can definitely be a good. Uh, they say he can definitely be a good mid-round value. For us, um, they don't have him as a fit for us, but I mean, hey, we picked them. So, and oh shit, here. So, so I know you guys. So, um, 
a standout actually at the Senior Bowl here. Quinn Morenz, the let me pull up his thing here. The standout from the Senior Bowl, Quinn Morenz here, who's now officially uh, on a verified on Instagram, who played center as well as guard at the Senior Bowl is available for us to take. Now I'm going to look here um, and see who else is available, but I'm probably going to take him if I'm being completely honest with you. There's a couple guard. There's another, but I think, I know we took uh, Creed Humphrey, but I'm going to take him as a guard. I think uh, I'm just going to look up here if he played guard at all, uh, which I think he did for uh, the Warhawks here. Just look this up. Sorry, guys. Uh, just give me a sec here. So we're in the fourth round. We'll pick 129 here. Um, Quinn. Manrez. So, yeah. So a lot of teams are saying he could be the answer at guard. So I'm going to take him potentially be uh, DeCastro's replacement. So that's three offensive linemen and uh, three and one running back. So, so far, all offense. Uh, my next pick is going to be a tight end here. I'm hoping this guy's still available. He's not. Um, so I may skip out on tight end, see who's available. Quarterback. And I, I am going to take a quarterback here. In the fourth round, I'm either gonna, uh, or am I going to take an edge rusher here? I could take an edge rusher. I could, but I think I'm going to wait to take the edge rusher, and I think I'm going to take just in case we don't get one of the a couple of our corners back. I'm going to take uh no. I'm gonna. I think I'm going to take the tight end. I think I'm going to take no. I like quarterback. I think I'm going to take the quarterback, man. I don't know. It's a tough decision here because, I mean, it could go either way. But I think I think just edge rusher-wise, Ellerson Smith, another senior bowl standout uh, from you and I. I'm going to take him uh, in the fourth round. So there's 80 picks until our pick. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, so we have taken three offensive linemen. So we took the guard, center, tackle. Um, we took Najee, we took Ellerson just now. Um, we're going to see, you know, who's available at quarterback potentially. Um, I am probably not going to take a quarterback. I'm probably going to take another offensive lineman, um, depending on who's available. Um, I am high on Brady Hodge, another player that I was really high on, uh, coming into the draft. If I'm being honest with you is, uh, Brady Christensen out of BYU. I talked about him. I posted on my Instagram uh, if you're not following already, uh, steal the north underscore underscore on Instagram. Uh, I posted a, the the PFF grading on him and uh, fucking uh, Brady Christensen, and both of them, or Brady Christensen and Christian Darisaw, were the only FBS offensive line with a 90 plus pass and run blocking grades. So I had I was very high on them. I have said uh, multiple times that I do want them to take offensive line heavy this draft. I think, you know, from my previous mock drafts, you know, 
with, you know, I took, you know, my recent one last week. I took the, I said, you know, let's go. I took Tevin Jenkins, Creed Humphrey, Ben Cleveland. Uh, I also took another offensive lineman. And I'm going to take another old lineman here. But, I mean, we could also get a giant steal here. Um, I'm just going to see interior offensive line. So, Hodge is still available. But I feel like we can get him in the seventh. We can get him in the seventh round here. So, I think at the moment, I'm going to take the tight end. I'm going to take Kalen Granson from SMU. Sorry. I'm taking Kalen Granson from SMU, a steal in the sixth round there. So I'm taking him uh, tight end. So we've got it's pretty much all been offense this draft other than the edge rusher, Ellerson Smith. Um, I'm probably going to be taking Hodge with this next pick if he's available. Oh, oof. Just kidding. I'm not going to be taking Hodge. I'm going to be taking uh, Richard LeCounte. I don't know if I said that right. Probably didn't from Georgia, the safety. He's ranked 125, and we're at two, pick 245 here. Uh, so I'm going to be taking him uh, with that next pick here. Um, if Hodge is available, I'm going to be taking Hodge here probably or quarterback. So, I mean, we could take Ian Bug. We could take David Moore out of Central Michigan. I think just based on the fact that we have a lot of uh, offensive line, we have a lot of uh, um, we have uh, we have three quarterbacks. We have Mason, uh, Dwayne Haskins, and Ben. Possibly Ben. Um, we're gonna take that. We're gonna take uh, Tristan Hodge with our last pick in the draft. So from BYU, so the guard. So Mister Irrelevant was Zach. McPherson. So our draft overall was pretty much what I get every time, B minus. Um, so I took Elijah Vera Tucker with the first pick and with the twenty fourth selection. We got Najee Harris at the fifty sixth selection. PFF graded that a C plus. They also graded Tucker a C plus. They graded the Creed Humphrey selection a C plus, as well as the Quinn Menares selection of C plus. Ellison Smith at the 141 pick was a B plus. Same with Kalen Granson at uh, 227. Uh, Richard LeCount, the safety from uh, Georgia, was a C plus. And uh, Tristan Hodge was a B plus. So overall, our grade into a B minus. So that was our draft. That was who we picked. Um, I'm going to be posting that as soon as I'm done uh, recording this episode. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, and, yeah, that's going to probably wrap it up this episode. We've covered a lot. Um, it was kind of a quick little wrap-up episode. I kind of wanted to get something out for you guys because I've been really swamped with school. So I apologize for that. I'm going to try and stick to my regular uh, uploads uh, on for Wednesdays. Um I'll try to do that. I'm going to definitely do my best to do that because I know you guys want the episodes. You want the uploads. You want the, you know, content. And I'm definitely going to try and get that out for you guys. Um, and I apologize that I haven't got that out for you guys. Um, I definitely had a lot of podcast content planned for the next couple of weeks, but we're going to get, we're going to keep, you know, pumping this shit out. Um, this episode will probably be out in a few hours. Um, I am going to post it uh, as soon as I'm done recording it. Um, I'm going to edit it, obviously, and then I'm going to record it. But, I mean, yeah, so, honestly, guys, thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, 
Congrats to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers once again on the Super Bowl victory. Hopefully, Pittsburgh will be there next year. Um, next episode, I'll probably be covering, you know, the Ben situation more. Um, I'm definitely going to talk a lot about the offseason and kind of, you know, the start of the new season, the new, you know, look into 2021. I'm going to be going over probably, you know, um, a few positional things. I'll probably, if you guys did enjoy me doing the mock draft live, I will probably do another mock draft um, on here, and I'll probably adjust the settings on PFF. I kind of just left them, you know, alone. But, uh, I mean, if you guys want to see different settings added, let me know, and I will definitely do that for sure. I mean, I'm not opposed to anything, to be honest with you. So let me know in the comments. Let me know, like, if you guys want to, you know, hear different things. If there's things you want me to talk about, you know, that I didn't cover in this episode or previous episodes, let me fucking know because I want to know from you guys. So again, uh, if you're not, if you haven't already, if you haven't already followed them, which I, if you, if, if you're not following this Instagram, man, fucking give it a follow. Uh, so my Instagram, the uh, page Instagram is uh, at, at steal the North underscore underscore on Instagram. Give it a follow. Uh, my personal one is the notorious notorious, like notorious B I G notorious. B-I-G-R-E-D, Notorious Big Red on Instagram. That's my personal, so give that a follow, as well as give uh, the the boys at Gridiron Grading uh, a follow on Instagram. That's Gridiron Grading. Uh, no, no dot. I mentioned that in the intro. I apologize to them. Got their Instagram right this time, so give them a follow as well. They come up with amazing draft grades, and I trust them for a lot of things. So give them a follow as well. So appreciate the support, guys. Appreciate the listeners. Hope you guys enjoyed. I'll see you guys next time. Peace and go Stellars.